Serving up a healthy dose of news, traffic, and engaging opinion. This is Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900 CHML. Which means it's time to catch up with our friend Dan McTague, who's the president of the Canadians for Affordable Energy. Dan, how are you this morning? I'm fine, but becoming less and less so every time I'm on here with you. So. Well, yeah, and you know, like I always feel badly bringing you on because often it's for gas prices going up. It's like, man, the guy's becoming the Grim Reaper here. Every time he comes on, it's bad news. <laughs> what's going on? I could guess what's going on, but what's going on that's driving yeah, up gas prices this weekend? It, it, <laughs> it's the uh, it's the perfect uh, uh, you know trifecta. You've got, uh, of course, a second war now uh, threatening all the time in. Uh, in Israel, Gaza, uh, that has a lot of uh, you know market concern. But you had two factors here domestically, I think, that also uh, played into this uh, increase. So we're seeing an increase, uh, as we saw today, of one cent a liter. Not a big deal for most, high of only 152.9 compared to this time last year when it was uh, a little closer to $1.62. Uh, tomorrow, we get a four cent increase. And that's all because of, yes, one concern of what's happening in the Middle East, but the other factors are um, tightening supply of gasoline in the United States. Uh, that's something we haven't seen in a while. A couple of reasons for that, but uh, oil and gasoline and diesel uh, supplies are tightening somewhat. Uh, and to, to some people, it's unexpected. This is a time where you usually see these things build. Um, the third, of course, factor, uh, the Canadian dollar. <laughs> it continues to lose uh, ground to the U.S. greenback, and because uh, all energy... Uh, and most commodities are priced in U.S. terms. Um, you know, Canada slipping in terms of its uh, loony versus uh, the U.S. dollar uh, actually adds to the price uh, of fuel. So uh, hence why we've got that four cent increase. It may not last, uh, and that's the good news. We may see things draw back a little bit as a result of the easing of tensions, perhaps today or tomorrow in the Middle East. But uh, there is certainly uh, upward uh, support for uh, energy and gasoline and diesel and home heating uh, fuel prices. Dan, over the past couple days, a few days now, I guess, uh, this is this is a question that I've been having because we now have, as we well know, the war in Ukraine and Russia, which is one of the larger supplies of gas, and now the Middle East, which is one of the larger supplies of oil and gas. And if over there, there's been rumblings. If, if if those in the Middle East who are behind this were to decide that, you know, they want to send a message or they don't like the U.S. or Canada's position on where we stand or whatever, and were to cut off supply, what what happens? Well, the what if is, is not as likely as it might have been before. Okay. One, uh, they're not selling a lot of energy to us in North America. They are to Europe, but not North America. Uh, United States and Canada have upped their energy game, although of late it's sagged a bit because the uh, pipeline blockages by governments and uh, the move um, uh, towards uh, other forms of uh, energy um, seem to be uh, seem to have played a pretty pretty big role in countries like uh, OPEC. OPEC nations saying, "Well, if you don't want any oil, we're, we're not going to supply any. We cut back three million barrels." But Iran is the only one that is pushing the idea of having all of OPEC do what it did 50 years ago and uh, cause an energy crisis. And again, the, you know, uh, things have changed dramatically uh, since then. Uh, Iran seems to be an outlier, but that's also important because uh, it may very well be a situation where Iran itself finds itself sanctioned. Um, as you know, uh, indications are, Iran had a lot to do with the attack on October 7th in Israel. 
uh, and if that is proven to be the case uh, or substantiated further, or Iran decides to involve itself with, say, Hezbollah or other factors and continues saber-rattling and those things translate into some kind of action militarily, uh, I would expect that uh, you know we could see a 3% drop in world oil production as Iran is effectively in its oil sealed off from uh, a good part of the world. Not China, of course, not Russia, but uh, the rest of the world will, uh, will frown on uh, what Iran has or will do. And I think in that context, yeah, then you would see prices go up, but not as dramatically, I think, as... Uh, what we'd have seen, you know, 30, 40, 50 years ago. I know this is a bugaboo of yours. You've talked about it a lot over the months and years, but with all of this geopolitical war, strife, everything happening in so many of the world's largest oil producing areas, what what would Canada's position have been an ability to bring in money to help our economy had we actually gone ahead and put ourselves in a position where we could be producing a lot more or at least delivering a lot more than we are right now? Well, the world's short about 2 million barrels a day. Um, had uh, the Canadian government not decided to kill the Keystone, rather, sorry, the uh, Energy East and the Northern Gateway Pipelines, that's 2 million barrels there almost. When you add Keystone, that would uh, have stabilized diesel prices in the United States. Now, of course, the United States is uh, talking to Venezuela about getting heavy oil. The, the key here is heavy oil. Uh, the world needs more of it, and it's the kind of oil that uh, we're not getting here in North America. What could have been would even be even greater on the natural gas side. We had 18 LNG projects proposed. We barely have one uh, that might be ready next year or the year after. Uh, but beyond all of this, the potential would have been substantial. And uh, this is where I think uh, Canada would have played uh, a much more important uh, and more critical role internationally uh, because it would have had the leverage. Now, this is not leverage that, you know, is wishful thinking of Dan McTague. When you have uh, the Prime Minister of Japan and the chair, the Chancellor of Germany coming, asking you for more energy, and you say, no, there's no business case, and you fantasize that there's some other form of energy out there, you know, it, it, it's, uh, it, it does speak to the incredulity of our foreign policy and our energy policy, which... Uh, at a time like this, I think Canada could have played a much bigger role in terms of uh, of stabilizing things geopolitically, at least displacing what Russia is doing in uh, Ukraine and financing it. It's they're they're laughing all the way to the bank and uh, using that money to finance the uh, the attack on Ukraine. I, I think the same speaks to OPEC. They wouldn't have the leverage if countries like ours, which are third per, the largest provable reserves in the world, uh, were to measure up, get some pipelines built, and I hope that happens in the in the uh, in the future. Yeah, you know what? It's uh, it's hard not to think that we would be in a lot better position, as you say, if uh, if we'd gone ahead. I know that there are people listening who go, "Yeah, but the environment." I get that. I get that. But um, we're doing it. We're, but we're doing that. I mean, look, uh, we have one of the best ESG ratings on the environment. But if you think excluding Canada is going to somehow create a better environment, look what happens when we don't get natural gas to China, and they wanted to buy all the natural gas we could get uh, rather than building more coal. I mean, that argument ends. But for people who are trying to make ends meet today. When it costs you an extra 40% of your purchase power because the Canadian dollar is so weak, no one wants to buy the Canadian dollar, no interest in investing, that's a tragedy that's being uh, you know burdened on every Canadian. And you're losing the green argument very quickly by making people poor. And it's unnecessary in a country like ours. Dan McTague, President of Canadians for Affordable Energy. I always appreciate it, Dan. Thanks for the time. Enjoy the day, my friend. Take care. 
Wake up with the information you need to get the most out of your day. You're listening to Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900 CHML.